Hola borrachos y borrachas, welcome to another episode of Borrachex Radio. Are you guys excited that there's an episode two? I'm really nervous. Um, this week has been super chill, haven't really done much other than, actually I've been going out a lot, so I'm getting back into my groove. So if you haven't heard last week's episode, please do. It was a lot of um, heartfelt shit, it was a lot of my personal info and a lot of heartbreak. So if you're going through that, listen listen to it. Um, so this week's episode is um, with Luis Alejandro. He is a beauty blogger, makeup artist, entrepreneur, and soon-to-be reality star of The Slay Life. It's a Facebook reality show starring Luis and three other beauty bloggers. One of them is also Yessi from last week's episode, so check that out. They're beauty bloggers from the Rio Grande Valley, so that's really exciting because we're on the come up. What's up? Um, there's no release date yet, so stay tuned. Um, it'll be on his um, it'll be on his social media and I'm sure Yessie's. So um, all of their info is with their episode. So please uh, follow them and add them on all their social media so you can stay up to date with their stuff as well. So let's kind of bring in Luis already. Yo te conozco, lo veo en tu cara. No te comportes conmigo, puede ser mala. Seré tuyo por esta noche. Te soltarás antes que desabrocha el cinturón. Dime qué posiciones tú quieres. Sé que tienes novio, pero a mí que me prefieres. Seré tuyo por esta noche. Prepárate, bebé, porque hoy yo quiero comerte toda. Ahí te las a medias yo te <laughs> okay, okay, how close are you going to talk? I think I'm right here. Okay, so we're going to... Okay, para. You can talk louder, you don't have to... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. You remind me of my friend, um, my friend Jake, he, he literally works at Is State Farm, I fucking love him. For real? <laughs> yeah, I fucking love it, he's married to my friend Ariane, and um, he's like, um, what's it called, he's like... Fuck, I lost my train of thought. I need to stop drinking. Girl. <laughs> I just started I, This is good, good ass shit. <laughs> Do you like it? Dude, really? legit. Yeah. Really? Okay, because that's like my like... Oh my God, I need to turn that off. It's like my like go-to like for anything. Either that one or the... I think it's like... I don't know how to pronounce S-T-E. Stella? Stella? Genevieve or something like that. Bitch. It's like, it's like eight bucks and it's like this big ass oh, bottle. Shit. It's huge and I, it's like my go-to because... um. Because it's like not sweet and it's not too dry, so it's like perfect. It's like but a, a lot good. of people don't like it, so. I like uh, Malbec. I think I said that correctly. <laughs> I like it a little spicy, and I don't know. It's kind of weird. I've never had it. Dude, lazy. It's not like super spicy, where you're just like, I mean, obviously, but like it has like a little like. A little like. Like a little bitch laugh. Okay. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had it. I need it. But I don't. I don't really try a lot of wines. Like once I've tried one or two, like those are the ones that I'm gonna get. Like, oh, gotcha. That's it. So I do cocktails though. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, so let's start, right? right? Okay, so kind of tell me about you. I know you are a makeup artist, a beauty blogger, and, and I know you have your line. You have your cosmetic line. So kind of talk to me about that, and then what got you started? Like, when did you start doing that? Well, thank you so much for having me in the, to start it off. <laughs> um, but, well, I'm a beauty blogger, I guess. Um, but I'm, it's mainly like Facebook, you know? So I, a lot of people don't associate, you know, being a beauty blogger with Facebook because I think it's like such a norm uh, to be on YouTube, mm -hmm. and usually when I'm on Facebook, they're like, why don't you do a YouTube, you know, but Facebook has been such a great and amazing platform for me, and it just kind of pulled me into, like, this whole new world, and it's so different, you know? Yeah. So there's, 
it's kind of new, so we don't know like what steps to do. As to YouTube, you know that you're supposed to. Yeah, like, like there's kind of like, like, like a, a formula that people have like kind of created to be successful. Correct. And stuff. Yeah. So, do okay. So you do your makeup like on yourself. Yeah. Have you always done that? I actually wasn't supposed to do it on myself, uh -huh. but um, you know my cousins were the ones that were supposed to be glammed on, uh -huh. but when they and could, they're girls. Yeah, they're girls. Okay. Yeah. When they could, I couldn't. And then when I could, they couldn't. So then I had a conversation with my partner and I told them, would you mind, you know, if mm -hmm. I would do this? And then I was like, okay, well, there's Manny MUA, there's Patrick Starr, you know, there's Jeffree yeah. Starr. They, and they're guys and, and they're beauty bloggers, you know? And I related a little bit more to Manny because he's like more like the butch version. Yeah, you know? yeah. He's like not super like... like oh my God. Patrick, yeah, like yeah. Patrick <laughs> dresses like a female. Legit. And yeah, so, but Manny still has his boy clothes and yeah. just does his makeup. So I related a lot to him um, and I started my first video. At, well, I, I was already on YouTube mm -hmm. um, in early 2016, but I was getting nowhere with it. <laughs> Overly saturated market. Um, yeah. And then I did my bad. first uh, live in October 2016. Mm -hmm. um, it had just started and I got my first thousand views and I legit cried. Within your first episode? No, it was like legit, like my first ever live. Like I was so nervous, like I, I was freaking out. So where did you do that episode? Or, yeah. Well, I did it actually on a beauty page because on Facebook there's a bunch of beauty groups. Mm -hmm. um, and they have like different types of numbers of, of followers in that group, you know. Mm -hmm. So if you do it there, you reach all those people. Mm -hmm. So the one that I did it on, the first ever one, which is still active, um, was Glam Dynasty. They have like 147,000 followers. Oh my God. So I know, you know, it's so yeah. intense. I was like, oh. So did you do it from your personal page? Yeah, from there? my personal page. Oh, you didn't there. have like your Luis Alejandro beauty. Yeah, like what? back then I was, it's Luis Alejandro. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, I so I met you when it was just Luis, Luis Alejandro, Alejandro beauty. beauty. Yeah, because yeah, I met you your cosmetic launch. Like I met yeah. you your first palette. Ever. Yeah, that was the first time I ever met yeah, you. Yeah, I remember. I liked your curls. <laughs> <laughs> I was all nervous. I was like, I've never met him. I'm just going to go say hi. Because you were all so glammed nervous. up. Yeah. Yeah. So... Here in the Valley, I've always said that everybody's super conservative to a certain yeah. extent because, like, Major. not everything. So, do you go out and wear makeup? Fuck yeah. Really? Okay, yeah. what kind of, like, reaction do you get? Or, and, like, how did you get, like, that confidence to finally do it? Because you weren't going to do it in the beginning anyway. Yeah, I wasn't. Like, I was like, I'm not going to go beyond these four walls. But I think 2017 was such a transformation for me. It was a transformation year, and it felt good to know that I was doing something different. Mm -hmm. And I would always say, man, I wish, you know, somebody would do something to, you know, change the valley. And I've been, like, at it, not with beauty, but, I mean, I was in radio and I was in TV, you know, back in 2012 on to 2013. Yeah. So I was al I've always tried to do something, you know, but I never, I guess I, I mean, I was comfortable with radio and everything and TV, but it wasn't fully my thing because mm -hmm. I couldn't be fully myself yeah like we were told by producers like hey you have to do this you have to say this and like I have like a butch radio voice which <laughs> is like I feel like I sound like a man half the time so <laughs> no girl but like mine's like <laughs> like it's and then I was in Spanish radio so it's a little bit even more you were in Spanish yeah, radio that's it or amazing not, oh, my <laughs> oh my god I wish I could speak Spanish like enough to like have like my you want to hear my radio voice yes go <laughs> just don't look at me <laughs> <laughs> go I'm closing so my eyes like, I, well, I was with Hits F FM 90.1, so I'd be like, ¿Estás escuchando Hits FM 90.1? Yo soy Luis Alejandro. Like, oh, that. my God, that is so crazy. <laughs> I know, right? I went from like, <laughs> oh, my God, to, to my like, podcast? hey, hey. <laughs> Do you want to be on my podcast? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. I could never do that. That's what I used to do. And it was super fun because you get to meet a bunch of celebrities. How like, did you legit. start doing that? 
Uh, my aunt was the one that approached me because I used to do quinceanera dances and oh, okay. like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she hired me to do a quinceanera routine for her daughter. And it was like so totally different, like super, super different. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. It's because it's like, it looks like a penis. You know? so I'm like, <laughs> I'm trying not to get real close to it. <laughs> I'm like, it's my norm. I'm <laughs> no, so I did it for her and uh, she like absolutely loved how creative and different it was. I mean, we're talking back 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, and she offered me to be with this franchise, which is from Mexico called EXA. Um, they're with MBS Radio and Televisa. So it was super cool because they were uh, launching their first international chain in the U.S. and it was going to be here in the Valley. Okay. Well, it flopped because oh. like it was super, super bad. The owners were just, they were basically, I mean, they were making money and they were blowing it up, you know, um, especially because it was a franchise. So um, she ended up getting pregnant. I stayed with the company for a little bit. I had my own show um, called LA 10. So it was like the top 10 uh, like radio uh, hits of the radio of that why time. Why Ellie? Because uh, of Luis Alejandro. Oh, yeah. I was like, why? I was like, <laughs> and then I've always, Ellie. I don't know, I just have a con- real connection with Los Angeles. I don't know. Right. And then that's that I'm here. So I just felt like it was fitting, you know, it was different. Mm-hmm. And um, so basically we would rate the top 10, which would be over the week. And then we would cheese me out, you know, in between. It was pretty cool. It was fun. That's fun. But then I left with them and then I decided to do my own show, a different show called Ellie and Mali Live because I was with Mali Corpus at that time. Okay. I brought her on board to, a, to, to, to do a different, totally different show. Um, and it was just basically talking. We would have segments. I mean, you kind of already know what this is. Yeah. Right? You, you would have to build your own segments and it was completely different. And um, I brought her on board and I, re- I just didn't see myself growing with EXA because mm-hmm. they were very stagnant at, a, at that point. And then um, I got picked up by Hits FM, and we were doing it every Saturday. That's Saturday crazy. night. It was, was so intense. That's amazing. Oh, that's my goal. I was actually thinking about it. I was like, wouldn't it be super cool to have like this you? radio? Because I don't know how to even start. Girl, I don't even know where to begin. I got you. Like, I, I don't you. even know people to like start these kinds of things. It would be awesome if you do it in Spanish, though. Oh my god! I know, but I, then it I don't want to speak a Spanish. <laughs> I, I think for you, I like we're having a business conversation here. Would be uh, one of four point nine. One of four point nine. Oh yeah, that's something else. Someone else uh, explained it, told me that too because it's like mixed. Yeah, and it's like English and Spanish, and then I think it would be perfect. What I did, which was Saturday, because you like to have very you know yeah intense conversations, which is great. And it, it pulls people in, mm-hmm. but I, Saturdays are perfect because it's like adultish, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, if you, yeah, you guys <laughs> can find me at. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, yeah, but definitely you should talk to 1049. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, like on the fucking. <laughs> I'm sure we can edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put our whole business meeting. No, I'm kidding. Okay, so then, okay, back to your beauty thing. Okay, yeah. so what was like your first time actually going out? Did you put a full face on? Yeah, that old story. Or what did your partner react? Like, um, the first time, he was actually, he's been super supportive. Okay, like, like let's super. do a backtrack. Okay, what do you identify as? Let's do that, right? Uh, gay, completely. Okay, <laughs> okay, so like, let's get that. Okay, now, now, okay, so you're gay, so you have your partner. Yeah. What did, he was super supportive of you. Super going. supportive, yeah. He's like such a guy. Mm-hmm. And I mean, well, in the gay community, I would be considered butch still because I mean, it's, I'm not super, I mean, well, you know me, I'm not super flamboyant. Uh, when I wear makeup, I do transform a little bit because, mm-hmm. you know, you feel a little bit more feminine. Like you get a little bit more Patrick Starr yeah. than Vanny. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you can even see when Maddie puts makeup on, like he transforms too and he gets a little bit more feminine, you know? It's kind uh, of like a confidence boost. I yeah. mean, it's not necessarily like you transform. And just makeup like, does that. It's yeah. crazy. I know. Um, <laughs> but the very first time I went out um, was when I was like, okay, if you're not going to, if no one's going to do something about it, like you need to be the person, you know? 
go. I had to take one for the team. <laughs> and uh, I went out to my first event, which was actually at Vettel's launch. It was my first ever event going out with makeup. And if you mm -hmm. remember, were you there at, the, at that event? I was at, I was at oh, Vettel's okay. event. I think I said hi to you, or I'm not too sure, because it was like when I first ever like went onto the like going out I remember out seeing you. I don't know if we ever talked or Because there were so many people there. Well, um, that was my first time ever wearing makeup. I keep burping. No, sorry. So do I, because I ate pizza before <laughs> no, this. No, because I'm drinking wine. I'm, you're not drinking wine. I'm just drunk by Girl, myself. No. Uh, let, me, let me take a hit real quick. Chug it. Uh, of, of wine. <laughs> We're not smoking weed yet. <laughs> not yet. Um, <laughs> and that event, I just did liner. Of course, I did my foundation and everything. And I just wore red lipsticks. And I was wearing these exact glasses. Yes, I remember this. But it was like not even a full beat, you know, it yeah. was. But it was just your, yeah. like it was your first time. And it was like, I mean, I was a virgin. I had to go in slow. Yeah. <laughs> and then the second time was. Speaking of. That same, <laughs> that same week later. was, yeah, we'll do later. Um, that same week, it was on Wednesday was my first lot for my first products. And it was like a pre-launch. Mm -hmm. It was just to, for me to get to know my followers and for them, for, for them to see me that I. That's was, the one that I went to. Yeah, that's the one you went okay. to. And uh, there I was a little bit more glammed up because I had to wear the palette, of course, and I had to wear, you know, the eyeshadow. Um, so that one I felt a little uncomfortable, but I didn't feel it as much because I had so many things in my head. Mm -hmm. And then they told me that there was a lot of people there. So I was like, okay, I was arriving late. And then my website crashed because there was people on there. Oh, so wow. I was like, oh my God, like I, I was freaking out, you know, because I was over here trying to, you know, talk to the people that, you know, did my website and then try like, to get to the event and then still do my makeup. So, oh yeah, because you were yeah. super late. <laughs> super late, dude. I was yeah. so late. Because I think I got there like an hour and a half, two hours late, and then they were like, "He's not even here yet." I was like, dude, "What?" The I fuck? know it was so bad, but they still waited, which was amazing, and I was super thankful because I didn't expect anybody to go, and mm -hmm. then people did go, and I was like, "Okay, all right, badass." <laughs> it was pretty cool. Okay, so I'm gonna ask you real questions now. Go, you okay. go for it, girl. Okay, no, let's let's talk about. Okay, so you you're gay. When did it? I feel like that's such a weird thing no, to say. No, don't. No, but it. I feel like it's like, <laughs> you're gay. No, okay. So what was your coming out like? Or when did you realize that, like, okay, you know what? I think it's time for me to say something. Well, I mean, I've, I've always felt that I was gay even when I was in kindergarten. Like, I always had attraction to little boys. Obviously, like, it sounds crazy really? saying little boys now. Cause yeah, because you're a man. <laughs> but at that time, you know, a woman. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, what's it called? I, when, I, when I had, I mean, because we're talking, I was in, in high school when I, in like in the early 2000s you know mm -hmm. so like it was like 2000 well 2005 was like my freshman year mm -hmm. um so it was still very how, how old are you girl i'm 28 i'm old oh my god i, I start crying i was i was <laughs> like 20, wine, i was like please. 2004 i was like i was like i think i was like in middle school then uh, 2005 i was i was a freshman like oh my god it was intense but I was struggling to find myself, like, a lot. And I've always been super open about it. Like, I was bullied heavily, like, really mad. Really? Yeah, I had to move to three different schools. Really? Yeah. Be because of that? Or, yeah. like, it was where, where are you intense. originally from? I'm from Edinburgh. So I went to Economies, which was my first school. I went there for two years. Mm -hmm. And then I moved to um, Edinburgh High, which is Bobcats. And I, that was there for one year. And then I was supposed to graduate from Edinburgh North, but I actually got pulled out because they got really bad. Really, like yeah. what? What was going on? Well, or? I think I think when it comes, well, back then, because um, it's so different now. I, I I speak to to you know my fellow gay community, and because mm -hmm. I'm still very openly active with that. Like I try to, you try to advocate. Yeah, for it, yeah, yeah. Especially, I mean, my gays, you know, definitely. 
And I feel a little bit more comfortable. Like I haven't done it as much because again, I feel comfortable that knowing that people are more accepting. Mm -hmm. So if someone gets bullied because they're gay, like it's not like they, people actually like go against the person that's being bullying the person. Yeah. So it's, it's like, there's more, it's a little bit more productive. Like, not, yeah. like it's, there's a lot of more progress now because more people are standing up for everybody Correct. instead yeah. of like, like discriminating them for different. Yeah. yeah. And now it's like, if you're different, it's perfect. You know, like you are, you are actually praised for that. Yeah. Um, so I, I think the, the, the part where I was, you know, I, it was my mistake was that I wasn't, um, open about it. I think if I was open and somebody would say like, Oh, Louise, you're gay, you know, and make fun of me. I, I, I what I should have done was like, yeah, I am, you know, like, so what? Oh, so they like bullied you, like assuming you were and yeah. just like constant. And I would be fucking scared. So I wouldn't say anything. Cause I was like, okay, if I confirm it, will it get worse? You know, mm -hmm. me not knowing then. But I think if I would go back, I think I would be a lot more open about it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it really held me back from like doing any of like the school activities because if I would go somewhere, it was like always laughter or like I would pass by and it would be like, gay, you know, like those stupid Yeah, terms. like like super like toxic masculinity. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Like legit, like it was like whenever like legit. I, if you ever see any high school melodrama movie where the person's getting bullied, it was exactly like that. Like legit. Really? It was kidding. horrible? Yeah. Wow. And I think that's crazy because in high school, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm a freaking straight What year did, did you, did you I graduate? I graduated 2013. <laughs> I graduated a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I graduated yesterday. At, it was actually my graduation party yesterday. No, yeah. No, but when I graduated, um, I mean, like I said, I'm a straight female. Um, so there's not really, I didn't have to go through certain things. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't, like, I'm what? Quote, like, quote unquote, like the norm. You know yeah. what I mean? And so I didn't have to go through anything, but I felt like there was, there was like, I had a friend. He was gay. He was, like, very, like, flamboyant and, like, yeah. wouldn't wear makeup but would wear, like, very feminine clothing. Cute. And, <laughs> and, yeah, like, he was just out there and, like, nobody said anything. And yeah. everybody would hang out with him. So I think, like, I don't know if it's because those schools are bigger. Yeah. Because my school wasn't super big, but I graduated with about 500 kids. Oh, you gotcha. And I think that's your school. Like, those schools are yeah. way bigger. I, I think so. Yeah. So I, I don't know if it's, like, because there's just, like, this, like, there's eventually going to be, like, a bad seed in yeah, like a big thing. So I think it's so crazy to hear that because I I don't know if you know Jade. Jade, Jade, Jade. Jade oh yeah, yeah. So oh I had God, I love her. Yeah, so I had her on the podcast when it was the Happy Hour podcast. Gotcha. And she went through like such a like very supportive and like yeah. And so I think it's just crazy to hear someone say like, dude, it was intense. Like, what was like, what's something that you like sticks to your head and like? Well, I remember I had a crush. I've never said this. I I had a crush on this one guy. Major crush. And then, of course, it was, like, the very, like, Taylor Swift shit where it's, like, it was, he was a football player, you belong with me type uh -huh. thing. Yeah. Um, was he straight? Yeah, he was straight. Oh, okay. And it was in my first school. And then I remember I told one girl, like, just one fucking bitch, because I hate her. Yeah. And, well, I hate such a strong word, but I hate her. Like, that's yeah, You're like, but <laughs> is there, is that strong? <laughs> and then she, like, blew it out of proportion and it just got like all over the school and then every single time like because I had him for a class two classes I think like I would actually sit close to him uh -huh. and of course I'd be like daydreaming uh, about, but like, like uh, you know by choice or uh, <laughs> no it was because of our you know like how they would arrange you because of uh, like your last, last name, name. oh okay. hate that um 
they I would stay close to him uh-huh. and because I'm S, like my last name Sanchez, and then okay. his is Rodriguez. Oh, wow. Yeah, Alejandro is my middle name. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Alejandro. <laughs> but I, I've never gotten, like, my, trust me, like, my mom, I grew up with Luis Alejandro always, like. Okay. Um, but what's it called? And the, the, he actually asked the teacher if he could move him, like, seats in both classes in front of everyone, and everybody was, like, making fun of him. So then, of course, he would react to that, and he would be like, "Fuck that! I don't like that faggot," you know. Like, so it would like, people would turn around and laugh, and I would just like, I mean, like that's you, the guy that I liked, yeah. you know, and telling me that, so it felt horrible. And then getting laughed at was even worse, you know. So that's actually why I moved from my first school because it got really bad, and I, I would legit like always be next to him because, of course, our last yeah. names were close. His was Rodriguez, and mine was. And Sanchez. he took it as in a like, yeah. oh, you're always like here with me or something. yeah. And it, so, it was his, like, perfect, like, setup to kind of just, like, pick yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. And it was, it, it, I felt bad and because, obviously, like, you know, I, I liked him, so I didn't want him to go through that. And yeah. then it was embarrassing for me. So, and, sorry. No, it's okay. Oh. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you go first. Add. <laughs> no, and then I, I'm so stupid. Like, I think I kind of, like, <laughs> put myself <laughs> in that predicament. I would write on a fucking note, like, an, like a diary. No, just a diary, oh, okay. basically. Um, oh, know, so stupid. Already, I'm so dumb. <laughs> this is already bad. <laughs> and I lost the notebook. Oh my god! And, and of course, people knew that it was about him. So and then it was for me. How? Because it was like, your name was all yeah. over it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did that one time, but I, it was in sixth grade. What was about a guy? And I would. I know this is not the same. Thing. It feels good though, right? When yeah, you to write get it your down? shit out. Of, like yeah. So I would like write, and nobody. I think everybody knew I liked this kid. I mean, I wasn't very like subtle about it. But I would, like, write notes, and I would, like, I was, like, in love with him. <laughs> None of that. <laughs> and so, like, I was, like, in love with this little kid. And, oh, I might have switched something. I was, like, in love with him, and I would, like, write his name everywhere. And then I lost the fucking note that I was, oh like, sending God. to my That's friend. So and thing. he found it. Oh, my God. The worst thing was that he found it. But the best thing was that he, her and I, maybe, like, a week before, we're, like, you know what? We need to change their names on this thing. Like, let's come up with nicknames. Because um, if we ever lose these notes or something. And so, like... It was obvious it was him yeah. because my name was on it and stuff, <laughs> but nobody really knew because his name wasn't on it. So. That's good. Yeah. That's, so. that's smart. So what happened when like you lost the notebook? And well, stuff? it didn't necessarily say the name because I didn't write it. I just said like, you know, how I felt Yeah. and about like other stuff, you know, like it wasn't just that. So they got to like see into like more what details, you mm-hmm. know, um, and it was it was super intense. And I would actually write about people who, who like would hurt me. Mm-hmm. So then of course, like I would, I would actually write their name. Cause I'm like, I cannot believe this person, you know, I said yeah. their name. So then I got more beef with more people, but it was like a way of coping, you know, for yeah. me. And then I lost it. And, and the, I, and I, I know that I left it in one of the classrooms and it was on my seat. So oh, even more than yeah. they'll know that it's yours. So I know that that's how they also found out that it was me, you know? So it was so bad. That's so like you went through all of this bullying and all this stuff. When did you come out and why did you decide to do it even though you went through all of this? I actually did not come out until I was like 19, 20. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously it was, it was very noticeable, mm-hmm. but it wasn't something that I was super comfortable with saying, especially because I grew up in a Christian home. My, yeah. parents, my dad's a pastor. Well, he was a pastor. And then my mom, well, obviously was... I guess. Married no. to a bastard? Yeah, <laughs> to a bastard. I, it sounded like I said bastard. <laughs> so it was it was even more intense because, you know, like... I'm, like, laughing. I told you not to laugh. Until I know. We were like... Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay we'll go ahead. So um, it was more intense because at home, you know, it was super conservative and, you know, growing... You had to be perfect, mm-hmm. especially, 
being like, um, you know, a pastor's kid. And they always say pastor kids are the worst. Yeah, that's and what it's kind of true. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's what I heard. And then, you know, getting shit at home and then shit at school. Like, I didn't feel like I was... You would get shit at home for the same thing? Well, yeah. Like, because my older brother, he was an asshole. So he would be like, you know, you better do this. If not, I'm going to tell dad that you like... Is what? this the brother you're going to a party afterwards? And no, <laughs> this, he's the older one. Okay. Um, and, I mean, it was... It was intense because I was I was genuinely scared of my parents because I'm like oh my god like you know I'm gonna get my ass beat you yeah know? so I I I would be super terrified about it they're gonna like send you to conversion yeah. therapy and stuff. so my sister in art because if I moved she had to move too because obviously they weren't gonna be going to, yeah. we were going to school at the same time um she when we moved to Cougars she actually came out as lesbian to me oh wow yeah okay and I was like. Oh, I mean, hold on, bitch. Wait, like, just hold me. <laughs> I'm like, you're one of mine. You know? <laughs> I kind of always knew she was a Rosie O'Donnell, but mm-hmm. like, not fully. I was like, are you Ellen or no? You know? <laughs> and um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's perfectly and fine. And she came out to me in a hallway. Dude, I swear to God, they should make a fucking movie about me. Like, but, but, cuter but they are. <laughs> it's stay it's like reasons why. No, I'm kidding. I made tapes. Not no. Kidding. no, sex but. tapes. Not real. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, and then she told me and I just felt a little bit more at ease because I could tell her, you know, I, it took me like, so a she day. only came out to you. She didn't tell your parents or anything. Yeah. Cause she point. actually had a girlfriend out in high school and I was like, this bitch, like, damn, she's got balls, like yeah. balls that I don't have. They got, you know, ovaries, but, <laughs> um, and then eventually like the d- next day I told her, Hey Deborah, I'm actually gay. You know, she's mm-hmm. like, I already knew, you know, <laughs> like, Welcome to the club. and I was just kind of like, well, you kind of ruined it for me because I was actually genuinely shocked that she was, I even kind of made her think about it, you know, like. Maybe you're not. Maybe you're just confused because, I mean, I still had those Christian, you know, yeah. the Christian mentality in me. So I was kind of fighting against it, yet I was still gay, you yeah. know? So then she's like, she's like, we already know that you're gay. Like, even mom knows, you know? And I was just kind of like, you know, when have you guys had conversations about me? Uh-huh. They're like, it's not a conversation to be told, you know, or like, yeah, you know, it's just something about, like, no, I, we know, you uh-huh. know, like you, 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 you look gay, you yeah. know? And I was like, okay, so... Um, you know, she had her fling with a girl or whatever, you know, high school loves, they're very intense and mm-hmm. they'll do anything, basically like anything for them. So, um, my mom and my dad found out about her that girlfriend. relationship uh-huh. and, you know, my sister went through a bunch of shit because obviously she was a girl, like for my dad, it's like my only girl and then yeah. she's a lesbian, right? And then Christians, you know, so I felt so bad. She actually got kicked out of the house and I actually left with her. Wow. So my dad was like, are you leaving because you're gay too? And then I, I just, re- I remember that before closing the door and I was, I, I just didn't answer and I closed it. And I felt like that was a confirmation for him. Uh-huh. But D- So you left because of that? Because you knew they were going to react the same way? Yeah. Or you left just uh, to support her? Yeah, to support her because I was like, that's my sister. How am I not going to, you know, and she's very adamant about things. Like, so she, she's like, I'm going to fucking leave. I'm going to leave. You know, yeah. like that's the way she is. She left because they kicked her out or? Yeah. Okay. okay. Wow. That's crazy. So it was super, super intense. Um, We lived out of home and it was like really really crazy like crazy lives we were always partying drinking I fell into drugs for a little bit for like about six months and I almost OD'd and I remember I called my mom I got super drunk because I needed to tell her and um I I told her mom I'm gay she's like I knew this already you know Mm -hmm. like you don't have to tell me the same thing my sister told me and I'm like and yet I'm getting drunk here like why couldn't you approach me about it and tell me like hey you know like you know, are are you gay or something, you know? But I, at the same time, I feel like if she would have, I would have been scared to tell yeah. her. Um, and we, we had a conversation. It was a very positive one. And I remember, like, 
I partied after because I felt super good about it. Like I was like, finally. So this was I came during out. when you were getting drunk, and then you had to no, that was af- after I okay. uh, like OD'd and I almost OD'd, and I I was like, okay, what the fuck am I doing? Like I I was doing s- drugs six months straight, like almost every weekend. Mm-hmm. It was pretty intense, but it, I felt like I was trying to cover like I wasn't home and I was missing home and yeah. then like my parents didn't accept me and then like I had I was had just left you know like the whole high school thing so I was trying to move past it and then when you go out it's so easy to like fall into that when mm-hmm. you get mixed in with the wrong people um and um what's it called I I remember I told my sister like I've had enough I need to go back home she's like we can't go back home you know like et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. and I was like I'm I'm just gonna tell mom that I'm gay so that's when I got drunk and I told her that and then I asked her if she can have a conversation with my dad when I got drunk and I told her that I, you know, that I was gay. And they did. So then I went back home and uh, my sister took a minute like to come back, but she eventually did. And it's been like, uh, like it, it was, it, I think us moving out was like a realization for my parents that like, if we don't accept them, like we will completely lose them. And mm-hmm. since I was very open about it, I've always been super open about my drug use because um, I wasn't addicted. Mm-hmm. But moving past drugs was because when you quit cold turkey, like your body starts asking yeah. for them. So like I've been open about, you know, drug use and I was I'm super open about anxiety and depression because it was something that I battled after that. Yeah, it was I didn't have that. Like like that coping mechanism yeah, anymore. I didn't like have it, was it anymore. To yeah. Help you, yeah. And I felt miserable at home because they were more protective because I told them that I was gay mm-hmm. and I told them that I used drugs. So anything that I would do was to them was like he's doing drugs yeah. again or okay but it got better like where I, my relationship with my, with my parents is so it's like they're different people like why do you why do you think your mom reacted a little bit easier on you than your sister i think because i had a solid conversation with them when i came back home and i told them i don't expect for you to accept me i expect for you to respect me and mm-hmm. my sister was more like fuck you i'm gonna live my life like I don't give a fuck what you say, you know? Mm-hmm. So mine was a little bit more respectful. And I think I've always been respectful to them because of their religion. And I respect Christianity like 100%. But, and I understand that, you know, I, I have my views, but I'm not going th- to shove it down their throats. Mm-hmm. And they have their views, but I don't expect them to shove it down mine, you know? Yeah. So it's more like respectful. And I feel like I've always been like super respectful of my parents. So they respect that, you know? Yeah. So did they like react any kind of way when you started doing the makeup thing? Because, like, obviously, like, coming out either. is, like, yeah. one step. And I, I, my mom, I probably still at this point thinks that I'm a trans. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I know, like I said, I've already said, like, the Valley is very conservative. Yeah. And then your parents are very religious. So that just kind of adds on top of, like, where their mentality is going. Yeah. You know? And it, even though they're not the same <clears throat> anymore, I know that it still kind of resides in them. Like, mm-hmm. of course, they're still Christians and everything. But I think they're more, like, you know... Because and they also moved to different churches, or what to a different church, so it's it's a little bit more of a modern church and more of a modern thinking. It's not so like like black and white. Like you're yeah. either here and there. So okay. for them, it's like they've been exposed to more open thinking, more accepting, more compassion, more understanding. So I feel like that really helped them out to get to where they're at now mm-hmm. for my sister and I because my sister she's openly a lesbian and she has a partner and they live together and they're okay with it. And then, well, I have my partner and they're okay with it, you know? That's good. So when I told my parents that I was going to do videos, the first thing they told me was like, don't waste your time. You're not, get a real job. Mm-hmm. And I started bartending. Because, um, well, just to backtrack a little bit, um, I was 
um, what's it called? I did radio and TV. Mm-hmm. That didn't work out. And then I started working with the state. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know, I'm so crazy. <laughs> no, but it was, it was something that helped me really out, helped me out. And it, I apply it to what I'm doing now business-wise because I, I grew up super fast with that. You know, like mm-hmm. it was after all that, you know, crazy part of yeah. me coming out. And um, so it really helped me grow up, you know, and I was all, I was, legit i have a certificate at home where it says i was the youngest state employee of texas oh, yeah so i started out as a um technician um like um like a tech just like a, a clerk and then i moved up to being a child support officer three well level three because there's one two and three. Oh wow and then i left because it was too intense when i was 23 and then that's when i went into um going back to school and bartending and um i was thinking about doing youtube but i really didn't think about it that much like it was like, wanted to do. Yeah. yeah. So then you did the Facebook videos. Yeah. And then so you, I know your mom was at your like uh la- like your launch and stuff. Yeah. So she's is she like is your dad on the same level like they're still, now he is because okay. he understands what I'm what I'm doing like I had to explain it to them kind of like um I, I I to them I tell them that it's more like a character because truly I'm very laid back like I'm I mean how you see me right now I'm just wearing t-shirt jeans and some vans like that's yeah, who like I am. No like I'm I'm such a laid back person. But I like to I like the business aspect of stuff, but I'm still a very casual. I feel like I'm very like Austin-y, you know, like it's still cash, but it's still business, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so when I explained it to them, I, I again, I had a conversation with them because I feel like I have to explain everything to them. Yeah. Um, I told them that it was just going to be a character, you know, and teaching women how to better their, their self with makeup and that there was better opportunities, you know, like I could actually make it into a full time job. Mm-hmm. And my mom and my dad told me not to do it because it was a waste of time. Yeah. So. Um, I remember I was super consistent with my videos, super consistent. Like it went from 1,000 to 2,000 to 3,000 to 4,000 to 10,000 yeah. to 20,000. Like it kept growing. Yeah. And I got approached by my first ever in like sponsored video. And I remember I was getting paid at that time uh, $700 uh, a month for those videos. Okay. Yeah, where I would Easy. get to, it was with um, Via del Sol Construction. Um, and we would do giveaways. So I, I know that I did it like almost half of 2017. Wow. Because they wanted to grow. So I remember when I first got my, got my first check, I told my mom, like, hey, yeah. you know, like, you said I wasn't going to make money, but yet here I am. Yeah. And then, of course, I had my clients, which is another reason why I started doing videos, because I wanted to be a makeup artist, and I feel like people didn't really believe in me because I was more, like, butch-looking. Okay. Still gay, but still more butch-looking. Mm-hmm. I feel like girls tend to gravitate to, like, like the, the more feminine ones, because they think, like, oh, he knows everything, you know? He's yeah. basically a girl. But it, it really wasn't, you know, like, so I, that's another reason why I started doing videos was to get exposed to becoming a makeup artist. Yeah. And it really has helped me out To, like, lot. really, like, show, like, your platform, like, hey, I know what I'm yeah, doing. Exactly. Like, trust me with, like, okay. So with that, I started charging, like, $30 for makeup. Like, super, yeah. like, a baby price. And now I'm price. charging 100 <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, like, that's a baby price because, like, my sister's a makeup artist also gotcha. and, like, she started, I think she even, like, did makeup for free for a while and, like, yeah. Oh, my God. So many free shit. And then it was, like, intense. Like, it's, the, they were the worst. Yeah, you know? so, like, now she's, like, I've already, like, created my, like, client list. Like, I already yeah. ha- I've already made a name for myself. Like, I don't need to be doing, exactly. like, free shit. Like, I've mm-hmm. already worked my ass off for everything. Like that's And that's the amazing part when you get to that point. But mm-hmm. the videos really did help me out, like, a lot, a lot, mm-hmm. a lot, a lot. So, like, going back to your whole, like, journey and stuff, what was, like, so now what's your, I guess, like, your, um, what's it called, like, your relationship with, like, God now that 
you went through this with your parents. It's still very, it's still very much there. I, I, I don't think I, I would do any of this, like, if it wasn't, like, God sent, because, well, with, in the Christianity world, like, they, they, or in the lifestyle, they, they believe in, if it's God sent, it, it, let it be, you know? So I feel like this, and not that it hasn't been tough, because I think any road to success is tough, and I don't, I don't think I'm successful yet, uh, I, and I say yet, because I'm being <laughs> positive, um, but I feel like I've, I've, I've been successful, you know, from when I first started yeah. to having zero in my account to being financially well, stable mm-hmm. and depending on just being a blogger and being a makeup artist, you know? Um, but I, I usually, and it sounds silly, but every single time I have a client, like as I'm driving to their house, <laughs> legit, I always thank God, you know, because I feel like if you thank him for the good stuff, you know, in bad times that you want to run to him, like he's always going to be there, you know? So. Yeah. I, I'm still very much spiritual. It's just, it's a very more open-minded spiritual connection with God, you know? Yeah. Mm, okay. Thank you, Luis. Um, <laughs> I know, I don't, I don't have any other questions. I, I didn't realize, like, I didn't think this is where our story would go because I didn't know any of this. Yeah. I mean, this is like our first time actually sitting down and really like getting to know each other, you know what and I mean? And then there's still the whole brand aspect because that's like a whole other. What do you mean? Like, the, my whole brand is, like, that's a whole other story. Yeah, and I'm sure. And so, like, that's why I think, like, you've gone through so much and had to deal with so much to even get to that's where you are right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and like you said, your your partner's very supportive of everything. Yeah. And I'm excited because, the, you know, I feel like the reality show will be able to, like, we'll be able to showcase what... Well, so what kind of things do you want to do on that reality show? Because, like, I know you are... It's you, Erica. Mm-hmm. What's her makeup by Erica? Yeah, makeup by Erica, and then it's like Yessie, which Glenn is Glam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then who else? And Samantha Nivia. She's a um, oh, yeah. size model. She works with Fashion Nova. Yeah, so you guys are all completely different, but kind of all in the similar. The yeah. Yeah. So like, I'm just trying to think, where is that going to go, or what do you, what kind of content do you guys want to <sighs> oh show? My God, I feel like it already is super intense. Our friendship, because I mean, again, the, the the show was supposed to be about my family, and I pitched it to them about the bloggers, and I feel like they didn't understand the concept, but they still believed in it. And we actually just changed production teams because um, um, I feel like the production team that we have now, they're younger and I feel like they understand, you know, the like level. Like the whole idea, yeah. yeah. And it's different because, I mean, Facebook Watch is just brand new, you know. So mm-hmm. it's like when you pitch it to someone who's older than us, it's just like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> is there even a platform? And, I mean, as it is, we have our platforms. They're not super big, but they're big. And um, I feel like it's great because I just wish this would have been in the beginning because they would get to see the struggles that we go through because I feel like when they see us, they think that we have it easy, you mm-hmm. know, and it's not even like that. It's a lot of work. This is a lot of work. Yeah. Um, and I, I wish they they would get to see in, into our lives. And I feel like that's why, one, the reality show will be a success because I feel like we would open the doors to the real truth mm-hmm. instead of this mirage that we put on our social medias. And there's already drama, so... And it's Already? kind of intense, yeah. In between y'all or in between everything else? I feel like, I mean, yeah. just like, tell us. I, there, there's drama already between us. And it's a little complicated because we didn't want to put everything out there. And I feel like in order for us to be 100% successful on this is to be 100% transparent. Yeah. And that's something that made us feel uncomfortable. And I had a very solid conversation with the girls about, you know, about the show and about what it took before we even signed on to it. And they signed on to it, you know, so I felt like, you know, I, when it comes to friends, you know, I'm, I'm super always there for them, 100%. I love the girls. 
but I told them, you know, business, Luis, is very different. Yeah. You know, business you have to be. is business. You know, there's no, there's no, and I, they understood that, and I appreciated it, and they were, they felt, I know that they felt uncomfortable about it, mm-hmm. um, especially because the producers, especially our new producers, they're, they're telling us to open ourselves completely. Yeah. And not in the other kind. <laughs> <laughs> not in the best So <laughs> I know that, like, I know, yes, he felt a little bit uncomfortable. I know Sam felt uncomfortable. Erika, was well, she's very, like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. So. <laughs> but it's because um, Sam and Yessie also have their families. You know yeah. what I mean? They have their kids and they have their husbands, mm-hmm. which they are, are obviously thinking about and trying to protect. Correct. And, and I, I, I trust me, I, I told them that that's, when I, when, I, when I told them, like, hey, are you sure you want to join the show? Because... I know I, I especially said it to both of them because I was like, I know you guys are moms mm-hmm. and it's different. You know, I don't, I don't think you would, you as a child would want to see your mom <laughs> doing all the crazy shit, stuff, yeah. you know, but we get to shoot Tuesday and I'm super, super excited about it. And I'm excited because I feel like my lash, my lashes are finally coming. Um, mm-hmm. And they, that was something that was being put off for a minute. And then I'm actually branching off to Mexico too. That's yeah, amazing. I'm having my first story in Monterrey, which is where that's my family's amazing. from. Yeah. So that's another thing that's amazing. Um, and then I'm actually having a holiday collection with another brand. So that's another amazing thing. Yeah. Well, at least, you know, because it's, you know. Yeah. Because I feel like here we're, like, super tiny and, like, yeah. nobody even pays attention to us. And, like. Dude, and, uh, and honestly, I wish you would have gone to the party because that's a, that was my, my speech to everyone. Because obviously there was a bunch of influencers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I told them, you know, when I, I got some backlash from people. They were talking shit, obviously. <laughs> which is part of this whole show. Yeah. But they said, like, who do, who, who do I think I was, you know, saying that I was trying to be, like, Hollywood and stuff like that. But I don't think Hollywood is Hollywood because of where they are. I feel like Hollywood is Hollywood because of the people. And mm-hmm. I feel like we can make the valley into something that is not Hollywood. But we would call it the valley. Like, the valley is going to be in the next Hollywood. And mm-hmm. I strongly believe in it because I feel like our generation has been just the leader of everything you know i we've grown so much and i feel like it's because of us and i feel we should take full responsibility because of it uh, we have a shit ton of stuff coming to the valley that we never had yes. in the past years you know so i feel like we should be the leaders and that's why when we were off you know um off the mic i was telling you that i'm i'm proud of it because right now it's like uh, it's open season for everyone to be successful mm-hmm. you know and i feel like it's our generation that needs to grab it by the balls and say, you're going to be my bitch. <laughs> and I strongly believe in it because we are so, like, honestly, there's been so many successful people that are from the Valley, but they all moved somewhere else. You know, I feel like if they bring it here. Yeah, I feel like everybody is here and they have the mentality of, like, there's nothing here. Yeah. And instead of, like, trying to create something here, they go off and try and, else. no, try to add to something where it's already there. Correct. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think that's where we fail because, like, I'm not saying like maybe okay so my blog and my my podcast are completely different from what <laughs> they're completely different from what anybody's doing yeah I, I don't which think I appreciate it's honestly a genius I thank you thank you <laughs> like I don't think I can compare like I say like I'm a blogger I can't ever say I'm a beauty blogger because gotcha. I don't blog just about beauty or I don't blog just about fashion or make or like drinks like there's just this big platform because I wanted to create something to, because when I was what, 16, 17 and I was sexually active and dating boys and like trying to figure everything out. I I didn't have, open you are (laughs) like the good kind and the bad. (laughs) No, No, but I, I was going through all of these things and I didn't really have like a strong, like, like someone to talk to about it completely because like 
my sister was there, but I know, I remember when I told her that I lost my virginity, she just started crying and telling me like, oh my God, like I'm so disappointed. And like, how do you think I'm going to go back to you and be like, hey, I just had sex with another dude or, you know, like <laughs> I'm not because like you already, dis I already disappointed you once. Why am I going to go back yeah. and like know that I'm going to disappoint you again? So I kind of took that and I went to Houston, you know, I went to school in Houston and then I kind of saw, I got like a culture shock and I realized everybody's so open about yes. their things and like everybody talks about their things and I'm like, nobody here in the Valley talks about their shit. Like ever. And nobody, nobody has that like backup. Like mm -hmm. nobody knows what to do when you're going through something. And I wanted to create that, create that. I know my blog started off kind of like beauty related, but it slowly turned into like, Hey, I'm dating. I'm fucking drunk all the time, <laughs> but I'm fucking dating. And this is how it ended up or this is how it went. Or this is why I wouldn't put myself in this position anymore. And I'm just trying to create that. And like, I'm really glad that with this podcast, I'm trying to tell people's stories because I, yeah. I can't fucking go through everything. You know what I mean? Like, Correct. like you, your story is amazing. And I think it's something that people need to know. Like, and I know I have friends that are struggling with like trying to figure out who they are like sexually. And like, yeah, it's fucking, I'm sure it's fucking difficult. And so, I mean, maybe like a year ago, I was kind of like stuck between like, am I, or am I not? I think I was just curious rather gotcha. than like, I'm into females. Like, I was curious. And so I talked about oh, it. <laughs> what? For real? Yeah. I was oh my curious. God. You're one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just very curious. And I, and I made out with the girl and then I was like, eh, can't do this. No. <laughs> so like that just kind of made me reassure myself like, okay, you know what? You're into guys, but yeah. you like to have fun. You know, gotcha. like. It's not I, bad. I feel like making out with yeah. anyone. It's just. Yeah. And I feel like <laughs> a lot of people don't talk about it. And so when girls are, or guys are going through that shit, like they don't know how to react. Yeah. Or they don't know how to go about it because like nobody else is talking about gotcha. it. So that's why I love that I have this platform and I am able to talk about it be because no one else is. Yeah, and that's the amazing part because you start a you start a narrative and you basically get people to have, you know, a dialogue between themselves and mm -hmm. say, hey, you know what, what if you know, or that's great, someone else is doing this here, you know. So it's it's pretty cool because the valley can be such a big place but such a lonely place when yeah. you are trying to do something different, and I feel like with anyone that starts to do anything that's different, I, I, I try to be as supportive as possible because it's like, I've been in that position before yeah. and you guys are so young. Like, I know that I'm in my 20s still. <laughs> I'm like, what? But one thing that I respect is that you guys are know your shit. And I feel like I was so lost, you know, like I'm like, and especially it was so easy to get lost here because there's nothing, yeah. absolutely nothing to do. Well, back then. Um, yeah. So it was different, you know, but you guys, it's like you guys have such a great opportunity and that's something that's amazing because you're young and you know what the fuck to do and yeah. it's like, you guys are such workaholics and I appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, no, I feel like a lot of the people that I surround myself, whether they're my age or not, they're kind of like, they're already very sure of who they are. Yeah. So, um, I hate those people though sometimes. What? It's like when we were in high school, like after you graduate, it's like you have to figure out what the fuck you're going to do. No, I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. You do. I, neither do I. Yeah, like I feel like I graduated and I was like, okay, cool. Like I'm going to kind of work here for a bit. And then I started working there and I just I stayed there forever. And I'm just yeah. like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing anymore. And that's why I lost myself in work rather than in my podcast and my gotcha. blog. And now I'm like, you know what? Like you knew who you were eight months ago. Gotcha. Let's get back to it. And then let's just try and like grow from there. So yeah. That's what I'm trying to, sorry, I'm just like making sure that it doesn't like close off like <laughs> mid like fucking what? episode. And like Seriously, I already spoke too much, but I know it's no, just no, that no, it's like a lot like into it. And I, I love this. Honestly. No, but Luis, thank you for sharing your no, story. You I know. Me. I mean, I'm sure it's not the easiest thing to just like go out and like, like talk about, you know well, what I mean? Well, I feel like if you would have 
approached me a few years ago, I don't think I would have been open, you know, with it. But I feel like it's a conversation that needs to be yeah. had. And um, ultimately, I'm just advocating for the youth. It's mm-hmm. for the youth from the valley. And I, 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 I feel like I kind of did it a little late, but I don't regret it. Because I but it's like never too late because yeah. you, there's always people that are going through the same things that you did. Or, right. you know what, they're probably struggling through different to, through different like things, but you help them no yeah. matter what. So and I, I feel like, I, I honestly, I feel like everything happens for a reason. And mm-hmm. I, I think I started at this time for that reason, you know? So I'm, I'm excited and there's just so much more for all of us. And I'm excited to see everyone grow. So. Is there anything that you want everybody to know about or like, um, I'm I don't not know. a virgin. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no Obviously. just, Obviously. Uh, <laughs> I guess just, I'm, well, I mean, you're invited to my lash launch. I haven't invited anyone just yet, but um, my lashes are launching June 30th. Um, then of course I'm having the holiday collection, um, in, for the holidays. Yeah. And then well, in the fall, I'm going to Monterrey for, um, well to look for places and get, get it started. I really, really wanted to go back to Mexico because, um, I, again, I'm sorry in the conversation, again, but, <laughs> no, but okay. I feel like when you're Mexican American, it's like, are you American? Or are you Mexican? You know? And it's like in Mex- in America, you're very Mexican. And then in Mexico, you're, you're very, very American. American. So it's like, you're, you're fucked. So I want to have the best of both worlds, you know, have it here and in Mexico. Okay. That's a good idea. And go back to where. So why Monterrey? Because uh, that's where my mom's from. Okay. okay. And well, my dad's from like a rancho, so I can't open up. A <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's gonna fucking Imagine, go. Imagine, like, Luis Alejandro Beauty. <laughs> Random <laughs> store caballos. pop-up. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. So what's your social media? Where can everybody find you? Luis Alejandro Beauty on Instagram and Luis Alejandro Beauty on Facebook. Is yeah. that your only social media? Well, I have Snapchat, but it's a little complicated because it's when I was, it's Luis Alejandro. Oh, so okay. It's, Luis Ale, so I-T-S-L-U-I-S-A-L-E. I don't know. Don't fucking ask me why I did that. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, guys, thank you for listening to this episode. Um, I'm also, at our outro, I'm going to go ahead and leave any hotlines, any kind of um, websites that you guys want to check out for that. So, thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, borrachos y borrachas. If you have questions about your sexuality or you just want someone to talk to, Check out our friends at the Valley AIDS Council. They don't only help those affected by HIV and AIDS, but they are also huge advocates for our RGV, LGBTQ community here in the Valley. Also, don't forget to join us June 23rd at the McCallie Convention Center, where we will all, as influencers, be joining forces to hang out with you and everyone else at Pride at the Park. Again, this June 23rd at the McAllen Convention Center. See you there.